0: الحمد لله, الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام الأتمان الأكملان على خير خلق الله أجمعين وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن سار على سبيله ونهجه ومن استنى بسنته ومن اهتدى بهديه إلى يوم الدين أما بعد وقد قال تعالى في قرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم تلك من أنباء الغيب نوحيها إليك ما كنت تعلمها أنت ولا قومك من قبل هذا فاصبر إن العاقبة للمتقين صدق الله العظيم all praise, all thanks is only due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yet again has given us this beautiful opportunity on this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah, together in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, on this occasion of Jumu'ah, indeed this is a great favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for which we thank Him for, and also we make shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He has allowed us, we make dua to Allah Taala that He allows us to appreciate this day of Jumu'ah, and we make dua to Allah Taala that He allows the last day of our earthly life to be this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah. This ayat of the Quran which I've recited, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking about something that is very important. And if we can get the gist or the essence of what this ayat is telling us, then this is almost sufficient for a person to guide, to be guided through his worldly life, this earthly life, in a way that he'll be able to be composed, he'll be able to obey the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is a major component, and a major ingredient in life. And this ingredient is the ingredient of sabr. So Allah Ta'ala is explaining in Surah Hud. Allah Ta'ala before this explains to or reveals to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam the whole incident of Nuh alayhi salam. Nuh alayhi sallam, we know that for thousand years, Quran says 950 years, day and night he invited these people. But they didn't listen to him. Falam Yazidhum illa firara. The only thing they did was they would block the ears, they would run away from him, they would flee from him. So 950 years he gave them dawat. Eventually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed them with the flood. And even the son of Nuh alayhi salatu Wasalam was destroyed. So in detail Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down the ayat explaining the incident of Nuh alayhi And then towards the end Allah ta'ala closes it up with this ayat. The tilka min nuhiha ilayk. That which has been revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa revealed to you, O oh Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa this is from the incident, this is from the stories, this is from the information of the unseen. None of the Arabs at that time knew of the incident. It was not something that was revealed, nothing that they studied in their books, in their schools. They didn't have universities at that time, or schools, formal schools, but nothing that they had learned. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa didn't travel overseas to go and get that information. So that information was directly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This was actually a sign of the nubuwat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he's informing them of things of the Ambiya Ali Musalam of the past in such detail that was coming via wahi and it could only be via wahi that he's informing them. Allah Taala is saying to him to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, "Ma kunta anta wa la min qablihada." Did you or Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and your people y'all you didn't know this information? Y'all didn't have this knowledge. This knowledge is new. It's new to you and is new to your people also. So it's impossible that this information is coming. Some people were actually accusing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi that he learned this or so he got information from the people around him. There were certain people that were coming and giving him information and then he is giving it as though it is wahi. So in other words, that take a lesson from Nabi Nuh alayhi wa The thousand years he lived, and over a thousand years, but 950 years he invited the people, but yet... People didn't listen to him. So, oh, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, if there are some people that despite seeing the sun are saying that the sun is not out, don't let it harm you. Don't let it affect you. Nabi Nuh no, Alaihi Wasallam went through the same thing. Fasbir. Be patient. Be firm. Remain firm on what the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What you have to do, you have to do. There will be people in this world, despite you being the great Nabi, the greatest of Anbiya Ali salam, there will be people that will oppose you. And people from his own family was opposing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the first lesson we learn, Fasbir, that remain firm. And this remaining firm, what it means? It means that in this life, this architecture of life of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He has given us, there will be situations where things will go against our mizaj, against our temperament, things sometimes we don't like, and it will happen. And when these things happen, how do we behave? This is the lesson we are learning learning from here. Fasbir. That at a time of anger, when you are angry, you want to lose yourself, you want to behave irrationally, you want to behave in a certain manner. Fasbir. Be patient. Don't lose yourself. Sometimes you'll have parents, and you may find that they are. Appearing to be nagging. they appearing to be irritating to you. They're asking you to do some things that you don't want to do. They may be saying the same things again and again. Fasbir. Be patient. Remain firm. Don't say anything at that time. That in the bayan before this we explained, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave three steps to salvation, to protecting oneself, to safety. Three steps to safety. And the first step he said, Amsik ali لسانك. That take control of your tongue. This is part of sabr, where a person is holding back. He wants to say something. He wants to say a wrong word. That's why the ayat of the Quran says, وَلَا تَقُلْ اُفْ Forget saying a swear word. Forget arguing, shouting at one's parents. Don't even say, اُفْ One of the lightest words on the tongue is this اُفْ Don't even say that also. In other words, control yourself. فصبر. So at the time of anger, control yourself. At the time when you want to commit to a guna, there is a beautiful woman that is walking past. There is something haram that is taking place. Friends are calling you to watch a certain movie in the cinema. There is a certain television program now that is tempt- tempting you. All these temptations are coming in front. And now it's not even temptations as far as the cinema and movie is there on the phone also. The temptation is there. Fasbir. Observe patience. Remain firm. Remain steadfast. This is what this ayat is speaking. There will be times at the time... When sometimes a person is working, his staff will tell him something, or will do something, he'll be upset. At that time, remain patient. Be firm, remain resolute. Don't act irrationally. Sometimes a person is driving on the road, a person will just cut in front of him. What do you do in that situation? spirit. So this is a lesson of life. Therefore, Rasulullah sallam mentioned, وَمَا أُعْتِيَ أَحَدٌ مِّنْ O أَوْسَىٰ مِّنَ السَّبَرِ There is no gift that anyone can be given greater than the gift of patience. Never. There is no ever gift. Sometimes we might think that a person has got health, he's got everything. The person has got wealth, he's got everything. The person has got beauty, he's got everything. This is not everything. A person that has got patience, he's got a great portion of everything. So this is what Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is telling us. So first bit, the ayat of the Qur'an, remain firm. The second part, إِنَّ الْعَاقِبَةَ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ عَاقِبَةَ إِنَّ الْعَاقِبَةَ means acha' and jam. A good outcome, Allah is saying, verily a good outcome is for who? For those people that observe taqwa. For those people that fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For those people that are conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at every second. Every moment in everything they see, they see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is not something that's hard. All we need to do is tadabbur and tafakkur. We need to just comprehend. We need to think. We need to apply our mind very simply and we'll see Allah ta'ala in everything. I'll give you one example. Now we be mango season. We see people selling mangoes. People buying mangoes, we are eating mangoes also. Think to ourselves, that seed that was put into the ground, that dry seed, it had really, you know, not much color in it. The ground also not had much color, brown. And then when that seed goes into the ground, little bit of clear, colorless water is putting, who put all the different shades of color in that mango? Who put that sugar in the mango? The ground, if you tested the ground, you wouldn't have got any sugar sucrose content. Who put that sugar in the mango? Not one mango. From there, whole tree will come out. Sometimes thousands of mangoes. Who has put that sugar content in there? It's only Allah. Who has put that flavor in there? Who has put the texture in there? Who has put the taste in there? It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who has put the nutrition in there? And this is just one fruit. Like that if you apply your mind to other fruits, for bananas, lychees, etc. Who has done all this? It's Allah. You look at ourselves, where have we come from? We have come from the womb of our mother. Womb of the mother, if you look, three layers of darkness Allah ta'ala created our eyes, precision. Ears precision, mouth precision, intestine, heart, lungs, liver, all functioning through precision. Who has done it is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You go to a doctor today and he wants to look into your ear just to see. What does he need? He needs a torch. He needs to look in. He wants to look into your throat. He needs a torch. Person is doing, or doctors are doing an operation in theater. They need bright lights to look into that area where they're doing that surgery. If there's no lights, they can't even do surgery. The doctor can't even see, can't examine it if there's no lights. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created every part of our body in darkness, complete darkness. Not just looking at it, creating, manufacturing these eyes, liver, kidneys, ears, everything you look, you'll see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So to the extent that a person sees Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to that extent, a person will have taqwa in his life, he'll appreciate and he'll appreciate who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. So taqwa is actually to bring a barrier between us and gunas. Any type of guna, any type of sin bring a barrier. How do we bring this barrier? What is the practical step? One is to know the theory, but what is the practical step we can bring in our lives to bring this barrier between us and gunas? And just on a lighter note, on a side note, that there was one pious person, and you know in, in you'll get pious people, people that proclaim the hak, speak the truth, always saying the correct things, and Allah ta'ala makes it such that there will be people that will oppose them. We said that Nabi salam, how the people opposed him, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam His own people opposed him So you'll always get people that are pious That will say the right things And you'll get people that will oppose them So there was one Buzruk And he said In everything I see, I see Allah Whatever I see, I see Allah So one person just to oppose this Buzruk He came and he said If you see a donkey, what do you see? So this Buzruk stopped, paused for a while And he said, I see you He said, I see you uh, that if you can't see Allah in everything, then that's what I see. So in other words, in everything we should see, we should see Allah. And the more we see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more the level of conviction will come in our heart. That my Allah is looking at me, my Allah is seeing me. So a practical step to bring Allah in our lives. Hassan ibn Abi Sinan, Rahmatullah alayhi, mentioned Imam Bukhari, Rahmatullah has brought one saying of his, in the whole Bukhari Sharif, he mentions this one saying of his. That he said, ma shay'an ahwana min I haven't seen anything that takes a person closer towards piety, towards taqwa than what? Daama Yuribuk, Ilamala, Yuribuk, Then this thing here that stay away from those things that cause you to go into a doubtful area and take those things that will save you from doubt. Very simple, a person is travelling, for example, in the plane, food is presented, he's not sure it's halal, or it's haram, there's a doubt. What do I do? I stay out. Person wants to Somebody is telling him to see something. Now he says, no, it's not permissible for him. He says, no, but I got one. Permissibility fatwa, he says, no, I'm in a doubt. I stay out. Someone will tell him that it's okay now for you to go to the bank and borrow money. He says, no, I don't touch this. I stay away from haram. That's another topic, inshallah. We'll discuss it at some other time. But he says, no, I want to stay away from this haram. So many, many things that are doubtful will come into in front of a person. He'll stay away. This is a practical step to get this taqwa, to get this piety. I'll close up on one poetry, one poem of one poet. He said so nicely. And this applies to us, especially people like us, who like to go here and go there and sightseeing and seeing this and meeting this person and meeting this. But he explains that sometimes, you know, when a person towards the ending of his life, he's done everything and he's seeing everything. So this, in that context, this poem he says, he said, Isi dekha, usi dekha, idhar dekha, udhar dekha. That you saw this person and you saw this that person. In other words, you went to, you went to Australia and you went to South America and you went to... France, and you went to New York, and you went to Japan, and you went to China. You've seen Chinese, you've seen Japanese, you've seen African, you've seen Asian, you've seen Australian, you've seen American. You've seen every type of person. you met so many people. Either you saw that waterfall, you saw that canyon, and you've seen that jungle, you've seen that ocean, and you've seen that stream. You've seen so many different, different, different things. And then he, say, he says, Na dekha "Nadeka, But you did not see Allah in the creation of Allah. If you did not see Allah in the creation of Allah, you saw but what you saw. What you saw, in other words, you saw nothing. If you don't see Allah in the creation of Allah, you have seen nothing. May Allah Ta'ala give us the tufik of recognizing, seeing Allah and bring this quality of sabr in our lives.